Hi, I'm Jay Thomas, and welcome to Bald Tires, powered by Shield Coatings. This episode is called Muscle Cars and Mayhem. My guest today has done a lot of cool stuff over the years. Worked on, built, and owned some really fantastic cars. He still does that to this day, of course. And he's even done a little bit of racing here and there, although, you know, more sort of backyard type stuff. We'll get into that in a little bit too. Lots of fun. And yeah, I guess he's the president of the Dragon's Rod and Custom Car Club. That's pretty cool. Shane Arthurs joins me today to talk about uh, some cool car stuff and some great car stories. Lots of laughs coming your way. Thanks for listening to Bald Tires, because when you make great memories, you make bald tires. You scrimped and saved, checked the couch cushions and filled the swear jar. And finally, it's in your garage. After all those years, that car you've been dreaming of has arrived. Protect your hard work and investment with a visit to Shield Coatings. They can make sure your baby always looks as good as it does right now. Don't let road salt wreck your ride. Shield Coatings specializes in undercoating and rust proofing for vehicles of all shapes and sizes. Using environmentally friendly wool wax, Shield Coatings can prevent rust from ever taking hold of your daily driver or the project car you spent countless hours working on. Looking to make sure that classic stays classy looking? See Chad at Shield Coatings for more details. Shield Coatings also features sound deadening undercoating to make your ride ultra quiet and paint correction and ceramic paint protection for the ultimate shine. Find Shield Coatings on Instagram, Facebook and on Faithful Avenue in Saskatoon. Shield Coatings, anything to make your vehicle look better and last longer. So I find myself in a pretty cool shop. It's called uh, Jerry's J&L Frame and Alignment, and the owners join me right now. If you're in Saskatoon, you know a Shane Arthurs. Shane, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. Yeah. This is great. This is supposed to be fun, and we're going to make it fun. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about. And sharing stories and telling car stories, that's what this podcast is about. So there's the shameless plug. If you've got a classic car, man, this is a place to get an alignment done because you got Gary the gear here. He's <laughs> yeah. uh, he's the expert with the old stuff. But, I mean, you guys you guys work on everything new and old, right? Yeah, and everything from new to old, right from a frame swap to uh, doing an old uh, hot rod wheel alignment. You name it, we do it. So Exactly. Yeah. Over in Riversdale kind of area, right? Riversdale, just off Avenue P there. Yeah, small little shop. We're in, uh, I guess you want to call it, we're in the hood. So it's a good place. We like it down here. We're a hidden shop in the gym and we got phenomenal staff. So Gary's here, Daryl's here. Randy's here and Dan's helped me run up front and it's been great. So absolutely awesome. Yeah. Now the other thing you are, the other title you've got that comes along with you, which is pretty cool, is you're the president of the Dragon's Rod and Custom Car Club. Yes, very excited about that. They uh nominate or nominate they voted me in again, I guess, to be president. So it's lots of uh, fun, it's interesting. A different hat to wear every day, every couple days. You know, you do your Monday meeting, and then we're getting ready for our car show, which we're going straight forward ahead. Yeah, that's, you know, I'm so excited. It's been two years. You know, we've been, we're, we're at the 60th anniversary this year. This is yes. one of the big ones. That's right. But really, we've been waiting two years to get to it. Two right? years to get in, and uh, with COVID here, we're going to do our best to put it on and uh, keep everybody safe and come on down and check things out. You won't be disappointed. The big news is that we've got registration open right now. Yes, registration's going on right now. Uh, I've heard uh, a couple guys have registered already, and then I can't believe the new iron in town. There's, I've never seen so many new rides, <laughs> like and and homegrown stuff that people have done in their garages. Like, 
I think we're going to have a lot of cars that people have never seen before. Well, the thing is, everybody's had two years of boredom. So what are they going to do? Well, I, you know, I think a lot of guys, after sort of three months of when the pandemic hit, they was like, well, shit, what am I going to do? Guess we're building a car. We're building a car. They did the house renovations. They made their wife happy. <laughs> now they're in the garage. What can I buy? What can I look at? I've never seen, you know, whether you're buying one or you're building one, you're still going to tinker on it no matter what. So, yep. and you're going to put your own touches to it to make it feel like you want it. And yeah, I, uh, this summer's car shows were unbelievable. So. They were. They were. So we're going to kick things off in a good way with the Dragons. That's right. Easter yeah. weekend. 60th. Easter weekend. We're going to be ready to go. Uh, we're going to open our regular hours. We might open an hour earlier this year and then close Saturday night by 8. But we're going to find make some discussions this week about that at our meetings. And we're already looking for trophy sponsors. So if anybody's listening and you got a business... Give us a call. We'd love some trophy sponsors to help out uh, with Camp Easter Seal, and uh, we'll go on from there. Absolutely. Now, Shane did a little video with me uh, a couple months ago, uh, kind of before the snow hit, that sort of thing. And I got to see Shane's shop, his garage, at, at home, on the on the ranch. Holy cow, you've made a Texaco station like no other. You know, I mean, you've got the stuff outside. Go check out the video if you haven't seen it yet. It's on my YouTube channel. It's on Facebook as well of, of the, the mind-blowing collection Shane's got going on. But so that it obviously means that you're a car guy. You're a huge car guy. Yeah, you know, you know it's, it's awesome. It's, it's great. Uh, I was uh, I had lots of hot rods when I was young, and then I sort of got out of it for a while. And actually, Gary here, that works for us. We've become good friends over the years. He pushed me to buy a Chevelle. Well, and then in turn, I ripped that Chevelle apart and started all over again. <laughs> and it got me hooked again. And then uh, I got a good wife. Uh, she uh, built me a brand new six-car garage to go with it. Holy. So it was an even trade for uh, a horse arena. So that was a great deal. <laughs> and then we started filling it full of oil cans and gas pumps. And it hasn't stopped. Signs. Signs and memorabilia. Plast- uh, lots of plastic. Lots of paper stuff stuff that you just don't find sitting around anymore it's so cool yeah so let's go back let's take the let's take the the train back in our memory to uh little little shane little the little uh, guy let's see what, i was what? pretty young when i first i think i bought my first car when i was 15 okay but how about bef- how about before that like what got you were you a car kid would you play the hot wheels I were you played with hot wheels and that but i I, uh, I just started working when i was younger when I was 13 i was working part-time at my auntie's bakery and bacon and then you know i was going to school and doing newspapers in the morning and i had a little bit to do with cars but not a lot no bought my first car when i was 15 and then my dad drove it for a while actually and then i traded up and man the cars that i went through high school were uh, just way too many it's <laughs> what, crazy what was the first car what was that first uh, car 76 valeri t valeri t-top 318 it was a great car. I don't think I kept it more than a couple of months and flipped it for something else. So <laughs> I didn't keep too much. So over the years, I had quite a few nice hot rods, sold quite a few that I kicked myself about. And then when I was in grade eight, they asked us to write a letter, uh, what you wanted to be and what you wanted to do when you grew up. Well, I found that letter probably about two years ago. I read it to my wife, said, when I grow up, I'm going to own my own shop and I'm going to own lots of hot rods. Holy. And, and marry a good wife. Well, I'm uh, I'm 99% there. And yeah, I got a collection that I'm happy with. And uh, 
Yeah, I got no complaints. What do you think the number is of, of vehicles you've owned over the? I mean, we could oh, we could geez. add it up. We could add up like say, let's just take a, a bulk number of of the cool stuff, the nice stuff, the the daily drivers, all oh, that geez. put together. Oh, what do you think it is? I would say we'd have to be a couple hundred, if not more, because wow. the stuff. Well, even we got between me and the wife and the shops. There's probably 17 cars plated, 17 or 18, maybe 20 with the tow truck. Yeah, the tow truck. Yeah, there, yeah there's probably 20 cars plated. So, and never mind the race cars that are sitting in the field. There's a half a dozen or a dozen race cars sitting in the field. Like, and the cars that I went through when I was a kid was, man, you'd buy one for four or 500 and, you know, bag it and then get rid of it. Got another one for 200 bucks, cut the roof off. You know, we used to go cut the roofs off and then we'd take them and tow them behind the truck and we'd go to the industrial area. And go skiing on these hoods. Like, it's funny, <laughs> none of us never really got hurt, but man, we used to laugh for hours. We'd cut the groove off and go, now, you know, you'd cut the groove off some pretty good cars and that. Looking back, going, oh boy, we wrecked some cars. Like, you wrecked some good stuff. But you bought a, you used to buy a 68 Chevelle for three, 400 bucks. You didn't worry about it. You pulled the 396 out and put another motor and never thought nothing about numbers matching <laughs> nothing like that. So, yeah, in today's age, it's different. So, yeah, yeah. all that stuff's worth a fortune. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd be strung up by oh, your earlobes if you did that. You'd be strung up, especially if you cut a Dodge apart. So <laughs> some of these Dodge guys really like their stuff. No so. kidding. What was uh, what was one of your f- most memorable or favorites from that time uh, period that I like had a sticks out? Nineteen seventy Chevy half ton, blue and white. Okay, with like uh, uh, four sixty eight in it, three sixty eight. Something it had a lot of horsepower. That was a phenomenal truck. That truck I kept it for quite a few years. Got married, had to store it, had to store it. And, uh, ex-wife didn't like it, so I parted it out one day and sold it. And she was mad, she was glad it was gone, but I that was probably the only one I kicked myself that I should have never sold. Everything else that I kept through divorce was my Le Mans and my purple truck. And uh, everybody's like, "Oh, you got rid of those?" Nope, still in the garage. So really, oh yeah, and they're still there now. They're still there now. So yeah, I kept all that stuff. So the purple truck. Okay, now that's the one that's over by the wall near the cans. Yeah, yep. there was a good story that came with that truck, right? Something oh, yeah. to do with your brother. Uh, yeah, my bro- oh yeah, I had it stored at my dad's place, and uh, I uh, was in Fort Mac, I think, at the time. And I come home, and my brother's like, "You better come to the garage." I'm like, "Okay, let's go." He's standing on the other side of the truck. Big garage doors open. What the hell is he doing? So then I'm like, okay, I got to show you something. He pulls a car cover off and he had dropped the lawnmower from the top of the ceiling and hit the truck and dented it. <laughs> I never seen a young kid run so fast in my life, nor did I. Uh, I couldn't catch him, but if I would have, it wouldn't have been really good for him. So to this day, one day I'll return the favor when he has a nice car and I'm just going to accidentally run into it and say, oh, hey man, we're even now. <laughs> So, this, so. <laughs> did you get the dent fixed on the truck? No, the dent's still in the truck. You'll see it in the hood. It's still there oh, to this day. So we laugh at it now because I'm like, you know, I just like, oh, wow. Yeah, he was really scared. And he was a big kid. I thought he was bigger than me, but he was running, man, like Ben Johnson. So it was, it was uh, yeah, it was my old man was probably holding me back. So yeah, it was pretty funny. I look back and laugh at that. Yeah, but I kept that truck all those years. I don't think uh, we did lots to it when I first got it. Other than that, we just drove it. And I've never drove a vehicle so hard to float the valves every time to town. So we <laughs> right to the floor, sideways, yeah. The Italian tuna. Oh, yeah, it was right to the floor. And we still do it. And then eh, just finally, after 22 years of abuse, just finally, finally started to have a knock. So that's pretty good for abuse. So. <laughs> and it's it just never ended. So it's good. Yeah, I got Le Mans. 
Le Mans, a uh, buddy of mine had it. I stored it in my dad's garage for a while, and then he phoned me it was in Fort Mac. I'm selling the car. How much? Just leave it there. I'll get, give me a couple months. I'll get you paid off. So bought that one, and then, then Gary got me hooked on a Chevelle. Uh, my 67 and yep. I redid that top to bottom and then same guy out of uh, Arizona phoned me again he had a 70 SS Chevelle hopefully this year that will be out Ooh. and then what else did we buy after that oh then we fixed up an 08 Mustang GT Roush out of the shop here oh that's cool and then after that we bought oh I had a couple heart attacks a couple stints five stints after and then i said let's go remortgage we went down to barrett jackson i bought a white 85 chevy show truck it was worth a lot of money so i got it home and it didn't start coming off the enclosed car carrier so i didn't know what i bought but it was we figure it came from down south in california because it had uh, so much sand in the fuel filter so oh, got no. it running and then we parked it i never drove it never drove it for five years i was like this thing's just white it's too mint i don't want to wreck it so then we decided to put an ls swap in it Uh aha now that turned out phenomenal you've been driving it though i did i got six six or seven trips to town fuel injection it looks really cool underneath the hood it looks like it's a million bucks so now i'm happy to drive it you want to see more of that truck by the way you can go into that video that i told you about about with uh, shane's shop because it's it's in there we can't we can't miss it we kind of looked at that as well what was it like being in you know i i've got Things I do with some other clients of mine, and they're going to they're going to Barrett Jackson this year. What was it like buying well, a car there? That was pretty cool because my cousin said we're going to Barrett Jackson. Need you to come, and I'm thinking, wow, this is an opportunity. So when we got there, he says, "Where are you going? We're going down to the bidding ring. We're not buying anything. Yeah, we are. I got a bank letter. <laughs> so we went down. I signed the papers there, showing a bank letter, and they took a picture. And my picture, my idea in the background is actually my cousin, his wife, and my wife in the background in the picture. You can see them in the back. <laughs> so it was really funny that they were in there. But I gave him our passes. He's like, "Really? We get to go down?" I'm like, "We're going down to check out everything." I had a list of 17 cars and trucks to check out. Yeah, and uh, we went through them. Uh, some of them were a little, a little off to the sketchy side. I wouldn't have oh, bought really. Them. Yeah, I, really? you couldn't catch me. There was probably quite a few I just walked away from. Uh, so then I found this truck, and I'm like, wow, it looks pretty cool. So we started bidding, and that was great. We, it was bidding, 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 and I kept sticking my hand up, and the guy says, well, you can't bid against yourself. It's yours. It's sold. It's, you're the last. Oh, okay, it's us. So, so I was so excited. I got it for such a good deal, I thought. I was like... And then I knew there was one more coming on the block. It was a 70 blue or red and white Chevy or GMC uh, Cheyenne done right to the nines. So I was like, I got to run. Where are you going? I ran upstairs, used the phone, tried to phone the bank to get more money. I said, I found another truck. You just got to lend me the money over the phone. Just tell me we're good. I just got to tell him. Well, no, you bought one. You only need one, Shane. No, no, we need two. So it's probably a good thing because that truck sold for 55000 bucks. So it was probably a good thing Whoa. I didn't ask for the money because that would have been really in trouble. So. But yeah, it was a really good experience. Uh, were you it, were you bidding against other people right there? Yeah, in right, the, how right about, in the how about like Were you on TV when this was happening? Uh, no, it was, ju- it was Friday sale and it was just before the TV crews come there. Okay, okay. So you bid, a, there's a couple guys bidding and uh the guy behind us he was the owner of the truck 
And uh, I was like, and he's bidding, and he's you, after. I'm like, oh man, we got a good deal. He's yeah, you got a good deal already. He said, if that truck would have went tomorrow, you would have paid it another twenty or twenty five for that thing more. And I'm like, yeah, I know I would have. So he's like, you got a good deal. So it was pretty cool. They uh, went down to TFX uh, Transport, yeah, right inside Barrett Jackson. Uh, gave him all my information, everything, and signed the papers over to him. They took possession of the truck. They looked after going through all the customs, and they delivered it right to the house. They paid all the duties, the everything, right to my house. Th- those guys must make an absolute killing. Oh, like they, set. They're set up. They're you basically here. Buy the car now, please. Just you know, sir, please walk over here, and and you can arrange transport. And this company is just willing to just yeah swipe your credit card. And you know, like I like orange so much. There was the other car carrier, and he was orange. But there's there's a couple people in the lineup, and I'm like, you know what? Let's go to this guy. So I went in and treated us like gold, and the guy took off his shoes to get in the truck. Like So they do look after the things, but to see it come up on the Grand Door Highway, stop, psh, air brakes come on, and the door folds open. <laughs> like That was just like, I had all everybody there, and we couldn't get it start, so they're saving our eight of us trying to push it up to the garage. And I'm swearing and cursing, going, what did I just buy myself? But, but it turned out to be really good. The Barrett-Jackson experience was great. If you have a chance to go, make sure you go, and make sure you go down to look what you're going to buy and crawl underneath it i did i crawled underneath quite a few and looked and yeah changed your mind after changed that. my mind on a couple but there's some neat stuff to do with it and you got to go through everything and you got to go look at all i think there was 800 cars for sale like wow and you got to go look was was unbelievable and of course all the rich people were sitting up in the taller stands and they're bidding against each other and there's some high dollar cars that went that weekend well so. then you know you know that they're the real executives are the ones that don't even bother to show up they hire somebody there yeah exactly. you know and they're on the phone or they're on their they're on their laptop yeah, typing exactly. away and yeah and buying so yeah that was good the bear jackson truck we really enjoy it we have fun with that and then we bought um oh we bought a 39 chevy last year off one of the Dragons members' uh, brothers, so that's cool. We're going to yeah. hopefully have that on the road this year yet. And, yeah, just got to get some time. It's it's a busy, and here the shop's busy, the Dragons <laughs> yeah. is busy. So I wear a couple different hats. You just see, you got to remember which hat you're wearing for the day, and you're good to go. <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> that's funny. All right, it's time for the the Shield Coatings question today. I want to tell you to tell me about a time, a story, when maybe... You put a, a dent into dad's car. You know, something like that. One of those little first fender benders. <sighs> no, but we had a gas station at 20th and H when we were young. My dad got it when we were real young. So I had dad's 79 Ford short box out. I had just finished new heads and everything on it. And, of course, I left it running at the gas station. Went in for pop with all my buddies and come out. And the truck was gone. Oh, shit. Well, good thing another buddy was following us. We hopped in his car and started going up and down the alphabets. And holy cow, we found the, we, we found the truck. No. And I was leaping in the back of the truck to go, you know, because they were taking off. And there comes the cops around the corner with the sirens and everything. So at least I got it back. They even put some gas in it, which was nice. So. <laughs> but it took me a while to tell my dad that story. So. Oh, I bet you did, eh? I didn't really tell him until I got home. Did anything get, like, touched, damaged? No, nothing. nothing. They put gas in the truck. It was great. Like, didn't even wreck anything so wreck i was like Whew, i got away with that one so yeah that was uh yeah that was yeah, yeah. i'll never forget them. i'm like how am i gonna explain that i can't believe i left the truck running out on 20th street yeah at the gas station thinking who's gonna touch it 
Who would dare? Who would dare? Yeah, yeah well, somebody exactly. did, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. here we I'll go. I'll forget that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. I haven't had a moment yeah. like that, you know, but I but I did I did put a ding in the car and dad was even in it with me. Oh no. But but thank God we hit a we backed into a pole, but it hit the hitch. So it mm. it like it it didn't it made this crazy loud noise. You but it, got lucky. I got super lucky. It just you know happened to hit that. I and could see your dad's face going. Oh my god! We don't even want to get out. Look, just pull ahead. Hardly could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardly like, could. Oh no! How am I gonna explain this? Yeah. What would you take for your road test? I think I took my van, a uh, nineteen seventy nine Chevy or a Ford. Econoline van. Ford Econoline yep, van. I traded my Valeri up and bought an Econoline van, I think. <laughs> Did it have any windows in it? No, Could no, you even... no. Sorry. A 1977 um, Mustang with a 302 in it. Whoa. That was my road test car, and I only drove it for a couple days, and the tranny was really starting to bad. So when I was a young kid, uh, Dad's buddy used to run Ethel's Auto Sales. And I traded that Mustang. I could barely get it to the lot. I couldn't wait to get rid of it because I didn't think it was going to make it. And I think I traded. I went for the road test, got my license. And then after that, I traded in and got a van. I just had to get rid of the car because I knew it wasn't going to last. <laughs> Somebody else had really used it quite well. Someone else. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're young, you don't think of things. You just use it and abuse it and then worry about it later. That's so, right. Yeah. Exactly. Got a hot car. I'm going to drive it. <laughs> uh, An Econoline funny. van. Did it even have any windows in it? Yeah. It had a couple windows, a shagging wagon. There's a bed in the back. Yeah, oh, my I God. That. I didn't keep that long either. I think I kept that for a couple months and... I think I got a 79 Chevy half ton after that. And yeah, the cars that I went through high school were, man, nothing ever stuck long. Did you, were you a guy who was, was ripping stuff apart yourself all the time? Yeah, we were, we and my buddy, uh, Wayne Strasky, actually, we were best friends with Mario Giacoli. His brother owns, uh, Precision. Oh, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Him and his, me and his brother used to hang around quite a bit when we were young. And we actually rented a garage up in the, uh, 700 block Avenue I and we rented that all through high school and we always pulled wrenches on cars and everything all high school we were really cars fixing cars always yeah putting motors and stuff like we were doing this lot we rented that garage I think it was like $200 a month or something it was like That's a, a lot of money there garage. it was yeah but we all worked so we had money and we had a place to put our cars to work and we were there all endless nights, hours, and everybody else had stopped by because they knew we were there. So yeah, we had lots of fun when we were young. We did lots of that. That so. makes a lot of sense why you're the you know the president of Dragons because that's <laughs> kind of what the idea behind the club is, right? Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to enjoy your hobby and have some fun and enjoy it, and you know don't make it stressful. I know everybody's got nice rides, but you know, and then now they don't want to take them out because something might happen. I get that. I understand that. But you got to get out and have some fun. And yeah, yeah. Like if you can't start them up and put some gas through, gas doesn't last long like it used to. So <laughs> no. you need to drive it. So yeah. So like the old guy said, uh, there's an old guy from Connecticut come in now from the states. Came for the car show in the summertime, and he said there's two ways to look at it. One, I build it and I let it sit for ten years because I don't drive it and I got to redo it because it's starting to rot. Yeah. Or the other way is for ten years I begged the living out of it. Yep. And either way, now I've had fun with it, and I still got to rebuild it. So you do it either way you want. You either leave it nice, you're still going to have to fix it in the end, yep. or you drive it and have some fun with it. So, 
And yeah. and you obviously have kind of done a little bit of both, right? Because yeah. you had that truck sit for five years, and we're, exactly. we're waiting, right? We're waiting and not sure what I should do with it, and should I drive it? And I didn't want to drive, and was too scared to drive. And I was like, hey, we're just putting an LS swap it. So it never seen. It did the. I got it here, and then I put it in the car show twice. And it never, I don't think we started up. I think we only winched it up on the tow truck and, <laughs> and winched it back down. And then it made it, I don't even know if I drove it into the other side. Maybe I did. I don't even remember. And then I said, Kate, we're just putting an LS swap in it. Let's just do it. I love using my old car as a car. And what I mean is, uh, there's still things I'm not going to do with it. Like, I'm not going to go just take it into the big box store parking lot and park it real tight next to some other a- asshole who's going to dent the door up. So there's, you know... There's certain places I'm not going to park it, but I like driving it. And I think I'm proud of the fact that it still does what it does actually 50 years later, which is cool. Yes. And you know what? All this shit worked pretty well when it was brand new. I mean, it's not new anymore, but you know, the whole thing functioned. So there's no reason it can't start and drive and go and, you know, do all the stuff it's supposed to do. So I make my big car pull a trailer once in a while. We got a little tiny trailer that goes behind it. And And everybody's looking. Oh God, are they ever? Everybody's looking when you're driving. So I can tell everybody if you're, it doesn't matter what you drive, what it is. If you're smiling behind the wheel driving it, that is all that counts. Totally. Because it's you behind that wheel. It's not somebody else. You're driving that car and you got to be happy with it. Totally, totally. So, yeah. I, I, I can appreciate some people who, who spend so much, so much money oh. and effort. You know, they make a piece of art and they, and it's, it, in some of the cases, they're not even drivable. You know, they are, they're just, they are automotive art. That's you know, right. they're not even really practical to drive. They don't, you don't, you don't really, want to get a stone chip on it because it just devalued it 20 grand. Yeah, that's right. So, or, or it's built in such a way that you're not really even comfortable in it. Like it's not really drivable. It's all show. It's all show. There's, there's sort of that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Everything beyond that or behind that or lower than that. What do you want to call it? Like, I, I love seeing that stuff out in the road. and It and is. Like, even the rat rods that come out, that's great. They're building it. They put their time and energy into that. Yeah. They spent their time doing it. They built it in the garage. They did it. And, you know, they just want to make sure they're out having fun like the other guy. Totally. And they don't care what it looks like. They're happy. Yeah. So, whether you have a $100,000 hot rod or a $20,000 um, rat rod, they're happy. That's all that counts. I think it's pretty cool that for the, for the majority, uh, you know, talking about the car community, especially in Saskatchewan, Saskatoon where we are people are pretty uh appreciative pretty respectful when it comes to that sort of stuff you know it might not be the way you'd build it say a rat rod That's if you right. take that in, yeah. in consideration but I, I can you know I think for most part girls guys they can appreciate what that person's done their vision what they you know wanted to build how they wanted to do it what they like you can respect that and I like right. that you know yeah. until you do some of it yourself and then you rip apart a car and put it back together and you go Wow, that's why that guy was going to charge you $10,000 just to do the bodywork and paint because it took me half a year to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, and now shop rates aren't $20 an hour anymore. So <laughs> you're, you pay for what you get. So that's true. But yeah, once you rip apart a car and then you go, ah, ripping it apart, that's easy. Put it back together. Now put it back together so it's right and you're happy with it. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing. Sure, you can put it back together with 10 screws missing, but. If you don't put those 10 screws in, it's going to come haunt you later. So you either do it right now or it's not going to be right. So, there's yeah. another there's another fun thing that you and uh, some buddies do these days out oh, in the... Yeah. <laughs> who came up with that idea? What are we talking uh, about? I don't know who came up with that idea. I think it was uh, 
Brian and and uh, Gary. Brian used to work for us a couple, or just left us a couple about a year ago. And uh, Gary, and then we bought some cars. So me and Gary raced, and then we um, and we got a couple other guys involved. And my buddy Blair came out and he bought a car. So we, if you look up on YouTube, it's under Saskatchewan style extreme pasture racing and a guy come out with his drone and he droned us well that was hilarious so what are the rules now the rules have changed we used to pull all the windows and the and the lights out of the car so there was no glass for the horses now don't do anything but drive it don't pull anything out because by the time you're done if you don't have windows you are are black there's yeah. so much dust and crud flying by the time you're done you were eating <laughs> dust by the end and now it's like now you now you see guys they got the air conditioning on and they're driving around and yeah it's uh we've had some fun actually a couple young kids uh joined us too uh they used to clean my shop and they brought a car out and had some fun had a couple other guys come out they get hooked once and a couple lats and i'm like are you hooked yeah now go get your own car Mm -hmm. they're like oh no i'll just take one of yours no 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 that's my 200 dollars beater you go get your own now (laughs) is there a price a a cap as long as you don't have a v6 or a turbo so that's a little so that's four, a little unfair. Just a four banger, four cylinder, but no, rest, no, no. Like if somebody wants to spend five hundred bucks or eight hundred bucks, don't spend care. what you want. Spend but, what you want. Bring yep. the tires you need. Yep, bring the tires you need. We have some fun. We have stands out there, and then we all do it a little bit, and then we don't drink till we're done now, because we <laughs> used to drink a little bit before we went, and then you got a little braver. Uh-huh. And there is a little bit of a ramp. So there's one spot <laughs> <laughs> we were using a Volkswagen Jetta, and then. And then we ramped it, and by the time we were done, the motor and tranny had fallen out of the car, and that was it, man. It was not. It was not a good scene. And then, you know, you take your buddy around on a Cavalier, and you're thinking, "Oh, I'm going to show you how to ramp this thing." Well, now it's your turn to sit in the passenger seat while he drives, (laughs) man. You can't. I mean, there's nothing to grab on. You're tightening your seatbelt as hard as you can with your hands. You're holding on. Your feet are wedged underneath the heater box, and you're holding on for dear life because you're actually going in the air. And then you come down to banks and you're like, oh man, okay, I won't do that while you're in the car next time because you're holding on for dear life. We've had some good laughs. It's been, and then you don't walk straight for a couple of days because you're a little sore. So you, you guys like take the airbags out of these no, things? Shit, no, no, oh God. No, we, we forgot to disconnect one one time and my buddy was out driving and two young guys hoofed him through the trees and he hit the tree and the airbag went poof and it just poof his helmet went up in the roof and it held him there like that so yeah so now we're like should we disconnect the airbags well you got a helmet on you can't get hurt <laughs> so we're a little more cautious now i had i had a little uh acura acura tl and uh the young kid down the road i think he was no more than five or six and mom says you want to take him for a spin i said why don't you just come in a race put a helmet on him so I come ripping around the corner through the trees, and you can only make it. There's only one car that fits through the trees. And I made it through, and the other guy just touched me enough that I went over, and I cleaned off two or three fence posts off the side of the fence. And the thing just slapped against the wood. The wood thing slapped right against the window on the passenger side. I thought I, I thought his mom was going to keel over backwards when he seen that. And I thought for sure the kid shit his pants. But he was like, come on, Shane, let's go again, man. Let's go again, he says. And I'm like, no, we're done, man. This, that was a little too close for me. I'm going to kill so, you. <laughs> yeah, so we had to, we haven't really raced since then because I think I scared myself because I was like, oh, there's a kid in the car, man. Be careful. <laughs> so when I'm amazed the glass didn't break or anything. So yeah, we have some good laughs and some people watch because the dump's right behind us. So people pull over and they're looking and they're watching and like what are they doing and all you see is a cloud of dust as all the cars come ripping around the corners and you take that corner 
probably doing 40 or 50 kilometers an hour as fast as you can. You don't use the brakes. <laughs> nope. As fast as you can, and you pop the odd tire, but it's amazing. You'll have to come for a spin. I got to come. Yeah. And you'll get hooked, and you'll be like, hey, I'm going to SGI and get a $200 beater. Okay, bring it. Let's Just got to run and has tires. Yeah, that's all, right? Yeah, running tires. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, it's lots of fun. We have some fun with that. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's a great life. I got no complaints. So That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Shane, thanks for joining me here today. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. No, it's awesome. Thanks lots for of, having me. Lots of fun stories. Yeah, some good exactly. laughs. We always have a good laugh together, so it's <laughs> exactly. good. Yeah, we'll get together soon. Absolutely. And we'll see you at Dragons. Sounds good. We'll see you then. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for listening to Bald Tires. Really appreciate you joining us today. And uh, yeah, don't forget, uh, check out some of that cool stuff we talked about. Go see JNL Frame and Alignment if you're looking for some work. And of course, we want to see you at Dragons 2 this year at Prairieland Park. Easter long weekend. I'm Jay Thomas. Thanks for listening to Bald Tires because when you make great memories, you make bald tires. Bald Tires, powered by Shield Coatings, is a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, which is supported by Connexus. Does money spark joy in your life or cause you stress? If you said stress, you're not alone. For 42% of Canadians, their biggest stressor comes from money. At Connexus, they care about your financial well being. Money doesn't have to be stressful, and Connexus is here to help. The Connexus hashtag Money Talk blog provides expert advice, tips, and solutions for all stages of life and events. Getting married, buying a house, budgeting, saving, they cover it all and more. And did I mention it's free? Check it out today at connexusmoneytalk.ca and start feeling confident and stress-free about your money. The Saskatchewan Podcast Network is also supported by Direct West. Is marketing getting in the way of running your business? Direct West has a local expert team right here in Saskatchewan that will work with you to build your website exactly how you imagine it. Let them help you improve your online presence and head to directwest.com to learn more.